I called the ass elves and we just lost to some elves, so I'm pissed on my part. No cap. Recap. No cap recap. No cap recap. Presented to you by Down the Wire. Week one of the NFL, we have made it. We were completely wrong, but also very much right in some instances. <laughs> and we have returned to the no cap recap presented to you by Down the Wire. Tom Words here with my brother Dave to go over every single game. From week one, and Dave, yeah, on a scale of one to ten, where was the football at for you today, overall? Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let uh, me take a drink of your long drink while you think of that. Why? Because I just need something refreshing. Oh right my now. god, I'm so disappointed. Go. Uh, so first, I need to, I need some clarity here because when you say that, so good. Are we talking about the football excitement? Or are we talking about the football quality? Uh, well, while you're dying, I'll say, um, give me both. Give me both grades. Because, uh, I mean, it's got to be an A. Everyone was excited for yeah, football. Yeah, you were ready one. for it. And then you watched the first, I don't know, hour and a half. And... Man, it was it was sloppy. There was a lot of sloppy football in week one. It didn't feel like Lions and Chiefs necessarily lived up to that sloppiness at first. A couple turnovers in that game, but maybe is this upset of the week? Uh no. There's one other game that comes to mind. Yeah. But I mean, this is right up there for upset I, I, of the look, week. Look, I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm I'm already sad, so like is it this one? Uh, yeah. Motherfucker, I should have trusted my gut. I told you when we did our picks that, like, remember we, I, we're, we're implementing a, uh, like a one-time switcheroo right at the end. Mm-hmm. You want to do your switches? Do it then. And I said the one that I was thinking about that I was like in my heart, I felt like I needed to switch was Casey to uh, Detroit, and my dumbass did not do it. I am of the belief that if we knew Travis Kelsey wasn't going to be playing, then you probably would have do- did that. Does that make sense? Is that fair? Because uh, we no, assumed... like I, I yeah, but really... you definitely would have switched if you knew Kelsey wasn't going to play. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. That that does. I think we were. Like, it was all but certain, though, that he wasn't going to play when we talked this out. Uh, I mean, he was questionable, which can mean a lot of different things. Like, we saw a couple other tight ends be questionable and play or not play today. It didn't really matter. But Kelsey, it was very apparent that this team needs Travis Kelsey. Or just doesn't need uh, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that was another one that really stood out, obviously. Kadarius Tony had five targets, and he had one yard today. 
<laughs> that just doesn't even seem possible. And then, of course, going through his hands on the Brian Branch pick six, which ah, I just really wish a safety would have fallen to Green Bay in one of those rounds because Brian Branch was legit in his debut. He he was totally on the money. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... <laughs> The uh, the fucking the game itself was was I was excited, and then I was particularly excited because of the fact that it's the Lions mm-hmm. who is who has quickly risen through the rankings as my number two team. Yeah, um, and I, and I would say it's the same for you, right? I would say yeah, yeah. I mean, big gap between one and two, but yeah, I root for the Lions. Well, I mean, of course there's going to be a big gap between one and two, but like, if you're going to root for anyone, I, when, yeah. when it's not the not the Packers, who you're rooting for? Probably the Lions. Exactly. So, I was getting pretty hyped. Now, I mean, Patrick Mahomes looks uh, was definitely frustrated, you know, and this is probably the most frustrated I've seen Patrick Mahomes. He... Was the leading rusher and the leading passer in the game. So, you know, they couldn't get anything going against the Detroit Lions. And Dan Campbell, I mean, had those fucking boys hype. And I don't think you there's any reason to panic if you are Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. No. Especially because we know Travis Kelsey's injury is a week-to-week thing. It's not really going to be a season ender or anything like that. Nah, it'll it'll figure itself out. The Chiefs will figure themselves out, but at this point, you know, they've they're in the hole. Another big one though, like sign Chris Jones. Get that motherfucker back on the team cuz he is a beast. He he yeah. is probably a top 5 defensive player in the NFL, guaranteeing him top 7 on most people's lists. All right? Cuz you got to put him up there. I'd probably put Parsons, Bosa ahead of him. After that, you know, now we're just getting down to like specific stuff with what you might prefer. But I mean, where, where you got like interior, Miles Garrett? There's something about getting pressure from the interior that also has just a little more value. I think like sure. that's why Aaron Donald got a little bit of a boost all those years. And Aaron Donald's still a motherfucker right now. Like, that's another one that... Yeah, I'm, I would probably... It's got people saying, oh, God. You know what I mean? When they come after <laughs> We'll him. get to so, that. We'll get to that. Uh, there's definitely something to be said about the pressure that Chris Jones has provided and what he can do for the Chiefs because uh, they, they, they lacked that, obviously, against Jared Goff and the Lions. And shout out to Jared Goff. I mean, playing a pretty... Basic game, uh, big L for the Jameer Gibbs uh, fantasy football players because he was going ridiculously high, and David Montgomery pretty much had the game for him. He uh, did all right in his debut right now. It's going to take a second to get all used to these new names on new faces. And Amon Ross St. Brown, yeah, or new, new teams, new, new places. <laughs> I said faces. New uh, faces, all those new faces. These, well, kind of new faces when you have a helmet on that's a different color. Sure. Yeah, okay. And Amon Ross St. Brown legit, like, scares me. You should be scared. Like, I think that guy 
if he told if someone told him that he, you think you're better than him, like he'll just beat the shit out of you. And I don't think okay. it matters who says it, he'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Like Aaron Donald says I'm gonna St. Brown, I could beat your ass. I think I might take St. Brown. Like just he's got like that no quit uh, you know, dog in him. I don't know what else to call it, but Amonra St. Brown, I think is going to take, this is an overreaction. Let's give overreactions to all this. Okay. Uh, he's going to take a huge jump this year. Like top five receiver in the league jump. Sure. That's what I'm saying. It's overreactions. Okay. But after one game, like, okay, you, that, that wouldn't surprise me at the end of the year. All right. Like hot take mixed with wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. How does it feel to be equanimous? It's tough. It's tough because um, he's not good. Is he on a team? <laughs> yes. Is he in Chicago? He is still in Chicago. Okay, okay. I, I had to double check because I was like, is he playing in Canada? Didn't make a difference today. But no. we'll get well, there. he was inactive. He oh, was inactive. okay, okay. Makes sense. Again, nothing to really fret about if you're Kansas City, I think, but definitely has to be worth something to note. Um, you know, they kind of got pushed around in the beginning, and that's, I think, my closing remarks for Thursday. Do you got anything else for Thursday? Nah. Fuck yes. I was so hype to get to Sunday, bro. I could not wait to be completely lazy today and just... At my house. Immerse in football. Yeah, invited <laughs> by you. It was. No, no, no. I, I, look, I wasn't... I wasn't shitting on that. It no. was just it was just an extra bit of information. It was. It was information. And today I didn't know if we felt like complete idiots or if we should feel like geniuses for doing what we did with our week one picks. Because there was a couple of them where I was like, okay, yeah, nailed that one. And then a couple of them where I'm like, oh my God. I'm a fucking idiot. I've never watched football before in my life. But that's week one, right? That's week one. And that starts with this game, Browns-Bengals. Good Lord. No, okay. So I'm going to put an asterisk on this game. Uh, one, Joe Burrow is rusty. He is coming off injury. He also missed like half of training camp. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. He's rusty. And two, there was some insane weather going on for 90% of this game. Not insane, but it was pretty bad, I should say. It was not great. It was definitely uh, rainy the whole time. They're in Cleveland. Uh, you heard Jamar Chase at the beginning of the show here. Uh, I called him elves, and we just lost to some fucking elves. Like, that's tough. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah. tough way to do it. <laughs> like, Here's uh, how the Bengals' drives went today, though, okay? First quarter, punt, punt, punt. Okay, that's three I punts. like that. Yep. I like that. Second quarter. Punt, 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 punt. That was the end of the half. They punted literally Ooh, every single time. That's sexy. In the first half. Then they come out in the third quarter. First drive. They get 12 yards, but a field goal. That's it. They had 12 yards and a field goal. Oh, my. Then they get 17 yards on their next drive. And they miss a field goal. Evan McPherson misses a field goal. Oh, no. Uh, then they go fourth quarter, punt. Turnover on downs, punt, punt, to end the game. Um, 
Yikes. Okay, here's my here's my not so hot take. Okay. This is equivalent to that Packers at New Orleans season opener from a couple years ago. Ooh. I mean, backup alarm real quick. <laughs> Saw Jake fucking Browning in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um Former former Washington legend. We are the unofficial podcast, the backup quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, the most unofficial. But Joe Burrow had 82 passing yards today. 82. I mean, that's not moving the ball at all. I mean, that's not legendary? That's bad for someone. What's the math on passing yards for millions of dollars? That's a graphic we should have made. <laughs> so what is it? 275 million Divided by 82. What is that? Do that in the calculator while I talk. Um, Joe Mixon, you know, didn't really have an opportunity to get things going today because they were playing from behind the whole time. Jamar Chase looked pretty human today. He had a couple of nice plays where he ran after the catch, but, you know, they held him in check pretty much too. What's the math on that? 3,353,658.54. So $3 million for every passing yard. Sounds good to me. That's tough. That's tough right there. That's a win. Um, but they, they never got anything going and shitty situations. Browns came out firing. They didn't look all that spectacular either. The Browns, not mind you. Uh, you know, they no, fumbled they looked, the ball. They, they threw an interception. You know, they kept things on the ground. That's what the Browns do best. They had almost 200 yards as a team on the ground. And, I mean... Maybe some good news out of this. Deshaun Watson like didn't look crazy either. No, no but again, not, so this that whole Browns team looked motivated. They looked very excited to be out there. And for as much as he gets for being a shitty ass head coach, Jim Schwartz is a damn good defensive coordinator, mm -hmm. and that's really what shined in. Today's matchup was between Jim Schwartz, the Owen 16 yep. Lions. He was. Yep. Wow. Okay. I didn't remember that, but I, once you said that, that jogged my memory. Uh, yeah, no, they, they, and the Browns, I think we've known it. We've all known they have names on that team too. You know, they're Deshaun Watson, regardless of what you think is a name, Nick Chubb, a name, Amari Cooper, David Njoku, Miles Garrett. They're all names. These are guys that can make plays and be a part of championship caliber teams. I don't think the Browns are a championship calendar team. I think they were very well prepared. Uh, I think Stefanski is also probably coaching for his job this year with the situations that he's been given, especially now you're going to get a full season of Deshaun Watson with that big-ass contract. They're going to be expecting a lot out of him. He can't have another season where he's winning only six games. Don't disagree. Don't disagree. Um, I, I think I think Stefanski might be gone. We were talking about this on Down the Wire, by which everyone should be listening to Down the Wire. If you haven't been, then you're fucking up your life. Yes. Uh, but um, I think we, we kind of put him in the, like, right at the edge of coaching for his career, or his job, I should say, uh, for this season. Right, I think he was right there, like in the like in the NCAA football games. The job security would call it safe for now. I think that's fair, sure. right? Yeah, safe sure. for now. But you know, you're right on the cusp of being moved into hot. 
hot hot seat that, that could very well be there. Unfortunately, the game's less fun to talk about when Joe Burrow sucks ass and Deshaun Watson technically out quarterbacks him. Okay, uh, next game got this one right, and it was a tough day today for rookie quarterbacks. Uh, that was not necessarily Ooh, yeah. the sweet spot, which. Mind you, I picked against all of them. I, I did not take any of the rookie quarterbacks to win game one true. because I didn't have faith in really any of them. And the one I had the most faith in, I had said, was Anthony Richardson last week. That doesn't work out for him. But this was all about C.J. Stroud, who, shout out to him, first pass of his career completed to himself. Which immediately got Brett Favre. Which it always does. Which it always does, right? Also, there was another quarterback uh, later on who did that as well. Not his first career pass, though. Um, But C.J. Stroud and the Texans, uh, he couldn't really get this going. And, you know, they had to go up against a defense in the Ravens where John Harbaugh also feels like John Harbaugh is the... Kyler Murray of MVP awards. John Harbaugh is for coach of the year awards. It's like, if this was a six week season, John Harbaugh always has the Ravens fire in early in the Ooh, season. Okay. Okay. Timeout. I'm, I'm going to fight you on that only because John Harbaugh has to fight injury. And I realize that's part of the game, but the, the Ravens have been decimated by injury for seasons now. Yes, that was our first major injury update of the season, too. J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles. He's going to be out for the rest of the year. That's a big buzzkill so, for them. So, like, here's the thing. There are so many people hyped, fantasy-wise, for J.K. Dobbins. This has been a J.K. Dobbins thing. Yes. I don't know why people thought it was going to be anything Otherwise, now, granted, I understand J.K. Dobbins was, you know, we, we figured that he was going to be playing a little more than that, um, but good. Tough to get a season-ending injury right after you score a touchdown. That's definitely a thing. I do want to say, though, if they're going to lose a position, running back was definitely the position they could lose in Baltimore. First of all, you have the best running quarterback in the NFL on your team, right? In Lamar Jackson. He led the team in rushing yards today, and he didn't even move that much. They didn't really run the ball that effectively today. They're usually a much better running team. They are very similar in their running back depth to me to Philly last year. Now, Philly's got a lot more running backs on the team this year, it feels like, even, that they could get the ball around to. But we saw... When J.K. Dobbins ended up scoring the touch, or right before he got hurt, the play he got hurt, he got him inside the five-yard line. Justice Hill then ran the ball in, and then Gus Edwards ran in the two-point conversion after the penalty. So they literally used three different running backs all in that different situation right there. So it's a team that's very confident in all the running backs they have around them, and the Ravens' defense feels like has been really solid for two decades. I, I honestly, like, we knew the Ravens were going to win. That's why you took the plus 21 yes. in this effort. I know that wasn't a, a winning effort, but, you know. It's a good effort. Yeah, yeah. They covered their spread still. I think their spread was nine. So The, the bigger story is on the Texans. First, let me talk Let me talk about the, well, 
I'm going to go with the negative. I'm going to go with the negatives first. You need to bolster that offensive line, Houston. Oh, yeah. Stroud was running for his life. Because holy shit, you blinked. And there were dudes pancaked on the fucking ground yeah. by the defense. You know, like they were just fucking down. And CJ Stroud ain't going to last in the NFL if that's the type of shit that's going to happen to him. It's going to be a, a very much a David Carr situation, which you know all about. Now, on the positive side of things, I do believe that that defense is a lot better than people may have realized they sacked Lamar Jackson four times today. I mean, that's not terrible. And especially that, that D line and linebacking core. I mean, they were, they were kind of monsters, dude. And just about gave up 300 yards total. I mean, they held him under 200 passing yards, which, uh, you know, that's not really, it was like 160, for, I think, right? One, yeah, one, one seventy five, one sixty five. Is that is that one sixty nine uh, for Lamar Jackson in total yards? Okay, so oh no, sorry, in passing yards with the sacks nice. included on that. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. Sorry, my bad. Nice. Um, yeah, they they held in one hundred fifty five passing yards total because of how much they sacked them, and then they only ran the ball for just over a hundred yards. But Baltimore, remember they had that crazy streak that I think ended last year of a hundred yard rushing games. So they, they always get 100 yards in the game. They forced more turnovers than them. They forced a fumble on Lamar, and they also uh, made him throw a pick in the game. They also held the time of possession really well. They, they were penalized less. I mean, there was definitely reason to believe that Houston was more in this game than the score. And Stroud, I don't think, had the worst day of a quarterback today. I mean... You know, no, what, what, def- what, definitely not. What do you want from the guy? He, he had very limited weapons. They couldn't run the ball because they were running from behind the whole entire time, too. Baltimore's just a better team. And D'Amico Ryans is yoked. He's fucking jacked. Um, okay, is this upset of the week? Oh, yeah. Okay. The Tampa Bay... Buccaneers, led by Baker Mayfield, who now has won a game for three different teams, four different teams in three years. Browns, Panthers, you forget the Panthers stint. I I don't. That's the one I don't forget. The Rams and now the Buccaneers. So Baker Mayfield finds a way to win a game somehow. He ends up leading a comeback to beat the Minnesota Vikings, who I think had probably some of the most hype in the NFC North, especially after coming off of the season they had last year. I think a lot of people knew they were fraudulent last year. Well, and go, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. But definitely... Tampa Bay was also looked at as maybe one of the worst teams in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I definitely said that they were going to be bad. I I thought that they were contending to be the worst team right off the rip. Um, because I, I, I think Arizona's got a little bit more spunk than people give them credit for. Ugh. And I also think, um, who's, is it uh, Jonathan Gannon? Yeah. Has, has more upside than Todd Bowles will ever have. That's a big statement because I think Gannon is bad. Did bad. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. I also of think I think Todd Bowles is worse. He's not great. He's not great. And now is who's calling plays for them? It's not Leftwich still, is it? Is Byron Leftwich still the offensive no, coordinator? No, didn't he there? go to? I feel like he, he left. left. Did he? yeah? We're, uh, anyway, so what it came down to is Baker was just able to answer a lot of times, and they had a very strong second half that they ended up outscoring them when the game was tied going into halftime. Let a field goal drive at the end to end up making them punt the ball back with four minutes left, and they ran the ball out. Baker had a big first down where he ran it to the end in order to make the play. The only note I have from this game, it's pretty simple. Justin Jefferson, problem. That's all I have. Like, that guy's fucking good, no matter what. I I mean, yeah. What was his um? What was his fantasy points today? Uh, well, nine catches and fifteen points for yards. No, oh, I th- no I thought, was that not him? Who no, was it was Tyreek that had the monster day today. Oh. Yeah, we'll get okay, there. We'll, we'll get, get there. Um, but Justin, I mean, so that would be in the twenties still. That's a really fucking good day, solid day for a wide receiver. Uh, and he just racks up yards. That's what he is. He is the yard king for wide receivers. He's probably going to be at the top of the list near the top when it comes to, you know, yardage at the end of the season, he gets targets. He had 12 targets, brought him in. Jordan Addison looked pretty good for them at the end of the game as well. Hawkinson was bringing everything in. He just wasn't really going for a lot of yak after it. Uh, Kirk didn't have a terrible day either, but You know, he ends up throwing an interception in the second half that kind of sparks a couple of things for, uh, or rather that was in the, um, right at the end of the first half. He throws an interception, didn't really matter, but it it, it threw some momentum in the favor of Tampa Bay, who was able to come out, score in the third quarter, really limit a lot of stuff, a nice long play. They had an 18-play drive in the third quarter. That really takes a lot out of you when your offense can't get into a rhythm right there. I'm still very baffled that the Vikings were able to let this one slip away because under no circumstances, really, do I think they should be losing to this team. This was my plus 21. Yeah, that's a tough one. Tough one to start plus 21. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, but this is the hardest week to guess a plus 21. For sure. We don't know anything about it. Um, speaking of uh, Byron Leftwich, though, he is not employed anywhere right now. He was fired in January, and uh, now he's just kind of at home. That's fucking wild. That's just absolutely crazy. Okay, another... Rookie quarterback, we split on this one. This was the first split we had on where we thought the end result would land. And the Falcons able to defeat Bryce Young in his first career game as an NFL quarterback after being the number one overall pick. Are you surprised that all three quarterbacks were the day one starter for the the three first okay. round quarterbacks? Let me Let me change up. The question a little bit if you don't mind oh sure um am i should they have been the day one quarterback is the real question okay absolutely not no no 
Um, you have you have Davis Mills down in Houston. Like he's easily, still there, as far as I know. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean he, he's he could he could easily play show some veteran leadership uh, until C.J. Stroud is ready. You have Gardner Minshew in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he is a quality quarterback. Uh, maybe not you know not a superstar, but is he starter quality? I actually think so. Mm-hmm. And you have Andy Dalton in fucking Carolina. Let him throw. Okay. You know, none of these guys should be put into this situation, but that's that's how the NFL works now. And because of the the way that the thing is structured, um, the what's it called? Rookie salary cap yep. is structured. This is what's going to happen until the end of time. Correct. So especially the higher they go in the draft. Exactly. Exactly. So that is where we are at in this world. I chose to ride the Bryce Young train today and mm-hmm. it bit me in the ass. Yeah. Made the same mistake twice on the interceptions. Uh, threw him over the middle of the field where Jesse Bates just baited him uh, twice. Oh, Bates baited. Bates baited. Uh, that being said. He still did better than Desmond Ritter as uh, I mean, did he? I think so. It was it was they're comparable. They're they're comparable games. Desmond Ritter didn't have to do a whole lot. He he was efficient, Ritter. He had that nice pass to Kyle Pitts. Yeah, fifteen really, passes. Uh, yes. Exactly. Because they know Desmond Ritter sucks. Uh, I get it. I get it. They have two running backs that are going to compete, I think, for one of the best one-two running back combos in the league. Between Bijan and Algier, I think by the end of the season, we'll be like, you know what? That's a pretty good one-two. Mind you, let's throw Cordell Patterson in there. He ain't there. When he gets there. He's not there. He is on the team. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Bet me $1 million. Cordero Patterson's on the Falcons. Bet me $1 million. Do it. I'm almost certain he's on the Browns. Well, you're wrong. And it's he's listed as the Joker on their thing. Do you not remember that? Arthur Smith made him the Joker. I thought he signed with the Browns, though. Didn't he? Oh, no, he says he's in, inactive. Yeah, okay. he just didn't play today. That's all it was. So oh, yeah. he can definitely play, get running back materials and whatnot. And then he'll be all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Maybe it was just a, a trade proposal that I totally botched. But I could drop them my head a lot, so that's fine. Okay. Um. Yeah. Falcons, they end up beating the Panthers. Are they a better team this year? I think yes. Are the Panthers set up better for the future? I think yes. Yeah, I guess it kind of just comes down to Desmond Ritter and how much he wants to suck. Okay, um, Commanders, Cardinals. Let's go to that one Ooh, next. Let me just, I'm going I'm to, I was fawning over these, over this game when we were watching it. And uh, I'm, I just got to start right off. Those fucking Commanders helmets are so sexy. They are so fucking sexy. God damn it. I... I get a fucking chubby, both Bradley and Nick. 
and you can throw Hubbard in there too. Oh, okay. I get so aroused by looking at those the 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 commander's matte helmets. The best are, helmet in the game for me, absolutely. Okay. It's not even close. I understand the iconicness, iconicism in the, like Green Bay's and like uh, the the even I the like, Bears. I told Bears. you, I told you, matte purples for the Vikings when you were doing that. Those are my favorites. I like the matte look better they're, on helmets. They're good, and I like the mats on the commanders. I I think the the Vikings, but, but like if you put the Vikings up against the Packers helmets, I'm going to take the Packers helmets. I think that they are substantially a better helmet. Okay. Um. But that being said, Washington's Washington's helmets are just so good. It was the first look we had at Sam Howell, who, I mean, give him a C minus grade probably for today's game. Uh. I don't know. Have his his overall stat line. Well, so so nineteen for thirty one passing feels a lot bigger than if it was twenty for thirty two, right? Yeah, it's nineteen. Like missing that that two in between there really fucking makes it look bad. He was scrambling all over. He was getting hit. He definitely looked a little frazzled in his role. And Arizona is a team we're looking at as maybe. The worst team in the NFL, or a lot of teams are thinking one of the worst teams in the NFL. And they were playing with Josh Dobbs at quarterback today. I mean, who put up a very cardinal quarterback stat line. He gave a respectable backup performance. I know that he's at the starter for the first four games. He's a backup quarterback. Yeah, I can get behind that. But this is when we should have knew that uh, this was a great line from the broadcast today when, quote, Josh Dobbs said, thank God they have names on their uniforms. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Bad look. Bad look if your quarterback doesn't know the names of players on your team. They said he'd only been there like three weeks. I don't care. I don't care. I, know everyone on your team. You're the fucking quarterback. I, especially on your offense. Right. I, I Look. I, they were saying he didn't know the guys he was passing to on the team. I've done, I've done like wrestling camps that I was there for like eight hours with, you know, upwards of 40 to 40 to 50 guys. I was still able to remember their fucking names. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? Like that's bullshit. D- not a great look. Not a great look. The commander's front seven, though is just legit as fuck. And we were saying that when we were going through these names. Absolutely you cannot bad. have you cannot have a better one two punch than sweat and pain. And as then, far as name wise. And then throw in Jonathan Allen. I mean that guy's fucking yeah. nasty too. Whenever yeah. and you know you were you hopped on the Cam Curl love last year. Cam Curl was like two years ago, man. Has he really been in the league that long? Oh he Cam Curl's been around for a minute, dude. Cam Curl is a seriously underrated defensive player in the NFL. I mean, across the league, he should be looked at as more, uh, I, I don't know the word, I, I don't want to say elite, but better than serviceable. I think he is borderlining there. He's pretty fucking nice. I like Cam Curl now too. I've come around with him and really enjoy what I see out of him when he plays. He is a game record. He absolutely can be a guy that makes difference-making plays. 2020 draft. 
a seventh round pick in the 2020 draft. It is a home run of a seventh round pick. Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know what it's, what's his, uh, what's his status like? What do you mean? Like, um, can, uh, contract status. Um, I guess it's gotta be coming up here. Right. I mean, let's go Packers. Like go get Cameron girl. 33 years, probably four years, I guess maybe, uh, to get him. When you when you sign that, did he sign an extension? Uh, he is locked in. No, he'll be un unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty four this year. So this is this Let's is go. It. I'm going to tell you right now. Washington signed Cam Curl because someone else will, and he'll be good. Packers will. I I Packers. like Cam Curl. Their defense is legit. They got to figure out some things in the offense. They didn't really get a lot out of Antonio Gibson. They relied a lot on Brian Robinson, who was. Kind of mid today against the uh, against the Arizona defense that is not really known for being that good. I think they're better than than people are giving them credit. Am I saying they're a fucking you know B plus A tier team? Absolutely not. But I mean, Tom, at the before the season started, were you giving them an F? The Cardinals, yeah. D minus like out of a hundred. I don't what, think what I picked them ranking? to be the worst team, but they're definitely a bottom five team in the league, in my opinion. Okay, I mean, like, give them a zero to one hundred, like Madden rating. What's their overall? They're a seventy three. Okay, I had seventy six in my head. Yeah, that's. It. I'm not saying they're great. I'm not saying they're like out of this world, but they're better than what I would say the the you know, Joe football would give them. I, I would say they'd beat the Texans. That's where I'm at with them. Yeah, well, that, with that offensive line the Texans have. Yeah, <laughs> not really not really anything special. Okay, um, AFC South battle here. Last rookie quarterback starting as well, and maybe the best-looking rookie quarterback on day one, Anthony Richardson's Colts. They go up against the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. Able to eke out a W today with one of the weirdest plays in recent NFL history happening where two fumbles cause a touchdown for the Colts in this game. Yeah, that specifically that um who who is that? That uh uh what what the fuck DeForest Buckner one. Yes. That was the big one that was just like what? So DeForest Buckner hits Trevor Lawrence. It's one of those, like, did he throw it? Did he not throw it? Hits. They rule he didn't throw it. It was a fumble. Tank Bigsby then just stands just up has the ball. the ball in his hand after it bounced to him. And I don't know who punched out the second fumble. That dude came out of nowhere like a bat out of hell. But immediately realized that no whistle was blown and punches the ball out. And everyone's still standing there after the ball gets punched out for a second time. Then DeForest Buckner, who made the first fumble, picked it up and then ran it in for a touchdown. In a very odd play um, that really no one knew what the fuck was going on except for DeForest Buckner. Sure. Well, and the, the, guy, and the, the guy, guy who punched guy, it out. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Which I feel I feel disrespectful for not knowing don't who worry, the guy who punched don't worry. it out was. You, you figure that out. I got... Uh, to take care of my business. 
we got some Gardner Minshew action, folks. Hell yeah. So thank your lucky stars that, you know, the man, the myth, the legend can come out and go 0 for 2 for 0 yards and just fucking light it up, dude. I mean, all-time backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew. Sure, sure. Uh, Tom, uh, another person that I also want to give a shout-out is, I don't even know what the fuck. I think it was Zaire Franklin, by the way. That's my guess, at least. Tom, another person I want to shout-out. First of all, I I I feel like we need a different alarm for white running backs because they're a dime a dozen. Yeah. Right? But when you have a name like Jake Funk, mm. that's that's someone we need to acknowledge and, and put some respect on on the name. Because the name. What if it's the cha-cha slide funky for a soundbite? Ooh, I like that. And then it can just be white running back. Alive. Yeah, yeah, I, li- I like that a lot. Okay. You know, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. He, he kind of gets like a pass. <laughs> but that sounds so out of con. Like, uh, McCaffrey gets a pass on the white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean? but at the same point, like. Like, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's like a necessary, it's like the, it's also good for like, for uh defensive backs, like uh, the white defensive back. Yeah. Very rare. Doesn't happen no, anymore. No. Yeah. We also saw Shane Steichen try to do his little QB sneak move, which was failed miserably. Absolutely. Absolutely tragic. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a tough one for, are we trying to womp, 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 womp? No. Where what? the fuck am I supposed to go for this? I can't remember. Sounds. It's a, okay. And what are you trying to? What are you trying to find? Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. There we go. That felt much better. Yeah. So proof that that play is not unguardable. Jalen Hurts QB sneak is unguardable. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah. And Anthony Richardson, what are you giving him? Like, I, I think he was the most impressive day one quarterback today. I also think he has the most offensive line. Yeah. Probably by like a country fucking mile. Got hurt a little bit. Got to learn to slide. That's what they're. That's what they're saying. Got to learn true. to slide. He that's true. You ain't Cam Newton, bro. You ain't Cam Newton. Well, I mean, isn't Anthony Richardson a little football dumb? He only played thirteen games in college. He is the Kyrie Irving of the NFL, where he like barely played in college, but so he's gonna have mad handles. Yeah. Also, already told you. Don't love no stud for my quarterback. Yeah, big L. Just not a fan. Okay. Uh, 49ers Steelers. Uh, basically, if I told you TJ Watt had three sacks and two forced fumbles in a game, you would be like, yeah, Steelers defense eight. And you'd be wrong because Kenny Pickett, I, I, I mean... We're, we're ready to throw bust on him. I told you that, man. We're ready, we're ready to throw I bust on him. I cannot. Not loving the Kenny Pickett. Cannot get behind Kenny it's Pickett. It's two gloves. Take a glove off, bro. Who, yeah, who, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, Teddy's the only one who can do it. You're damn straight. So I'm thinking Kenny Pickett, hair's too long for two gloves. In all fairness, Kenny Pickett didn't play horrid. Um... I, I was more shocked by how complete the San Francisco team was. Yes, which means we're ready to throw elite on Brock Purdy. Oh, okay. We're, get, uh, we're getting I mean, there. I mean, the, I'm, still, I'm still warming up to potentially next week apologizing for 
me questioning Brock Purdy. I was in on him. I was in on you him. Were, I, I said, dude, I think he's just legit. And I have a tweet here from Schefter who also says, Brock Purdy is the, is the first quarterback in NFL history to win each of his first six career regular season starts and throw at least two touchdown passes in those starts. And also the first quarterback in NFL history in NFL history with a passer rating of 95 or higher in his first six starts. That's got to be worth something. Is that good? That's pretty solid. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. Uh, but McCaffrey's also disgusting. I mean, look at look at these. Let's just go uh, for the top guys in each of the categories, right? Brock Purdy, 220 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. Christian McCaffrey, 152 yards, one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk, 129 yards, had both of those touchdowns thrown by Brock Purdy. Who's nasty. Who is um, nasty. Who we yeah. found out was traded for DeForest Buckner, pretty much, because the pick yeah, that they wow. traded... I mean, pretty fair trade. Um, sure. I mean, Ayuk's been pretty nice. I, if you're if you're the Colts, would you rather have Brandon Ayuk or DeForest Buckner? I think they would say DeForest Buckner is a very important part of their team. Sure, but who would you rather I would, have? It depends. Is Brock Purdy my quarterback, or is Anthony Richardson my quarterback? I, I you are the Colts. Yeah, I'd probably rather have Ayuk. But DeForest Buckner, again, a lot of guys, interior D lineman pressure, that's a valuable asset too. Sure. Okay. Sure is. You know what's a valuable asset? Kenny Pickett's hair. Okay, and I'm going to dub this one worst game of the day. Yeah. Saints-Titans. Ugly game whenever this came up on Red Zone. Just ugly fucking game. Yeah, I mean, it's it, w- it wasn't very impressive. Uh, Derek Carr ass. That's what I have in my notes. Oh, I, I, okay, so I'm not going to say he's ass. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to label him more. What tier of quarterback is he in if you're making tiers? Four? Three? Where's Aaron Rodgers on that? Is Aaron Rodgers a He's tier? He's definitely no higher than three. No higher than three. So would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr? Man, after today, I guess Derek Carr. But no, come on. Overall? Come on. After today? Derek Carr was not good. Damn. He, he was 23 for 33 for 305 yards. No, I, I, I test that. Bad. I test that. He wasn't pitch. Jamal Williams as a as a running back. Yeah, Jamal Williams, man, just did not get things going today. That was kind of sad. Like Jamal Williams, maybe it was the lion thing. He had he, you know. I, I mean, he did the same. He was good for the Packers too. But like, here's a Jamal Williams is a number two back. He will forever be a number two back. He is the thunder to someone else's lightning. In this case, Alvin Kamara. What did you want? A better day than today. Yeah, I mean, 18 carries, 45 you know, yards is pretty fucking Really, bad. what you should be considering yourself is you should try to live up to the Taysom Hill 